0: Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal SHIELD has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
1: L-A-S-I-K
0: LASIK.com.
1: Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate?
2: Conair Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com
1: or a retailer near you. This August on Womanica, we're taking a trip through history to discover the stories of muses, women whose lives inspired work that's shaped our culture in small ways and large. Special thanks to this month's sponsor, Mercedes-Benz, whose own famous namesake was inspired by a young muse named Mercedes. Join us all month long for fascinating stories of women who are drivers of creativity, inspiration, and artistic expression. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're talking about muses, women who were drivers of creativity and inspiration. Today, we're diving into the story of one of the most underappreciated surrealists of the 20th century. For decades, she was famous for inspiring surrealist painter Max Ernst, but she had a genius of her own in painting, writing, and politics. Meet Leonora Carrington. Leonora was born on April 6, 1917, in Lancashire, England, to a wealthy family. She was an unruly child and got expelled from two different convent schools for bad behavior. Her parents hoped that Leonora, their only daughter, would settle down and embrace her future as a debutante. But Leonora had other plans—to become an artist. After much convincing, Leonora's parents briefly sent her away to study art in Florence. Later, she continued her artistic education in London. In 1936, Leonora attended the International Exhibition of Surrealism in London. She was captivated by the surrealists' illogical yet expressive style. She especially loved the paintings by German artist Max Ernst. In 1937, Leonora met Max at a party in London. He was married and much older than Leonora. He was 46 and she was 20. Still, the two fell in love. It didn't take long for Max to leave his wife, and the new couple moved to the south of France. During their romance, Leonora undeniably inspired the painter's works. But she always bristled at the word muse. She later told an interviewer, I didn't have time to be anyone's muse. I was too busy rebelling against my family and learning to be an artist. While she lived with Max, Leonora was developing her own style as a surrealist painter and writer. Many of her works reacted against strict English high society. Her short story, The Debutante, features a wealthy girl's rebellion when she invites a hyena to a ball. Leonora's paintings were equally striking with influences including Celtic literature, Central American folk art, Renaissance paintings, and medieval alchemy. Many of her works feature half-animal, half-human figures and explore metamorphosis and magic. Leonora's relationship with Max disintegrated as the Nazis descended on France during World War II. Ernst was arrested several times by the Gestapo for making degenerate art. He fled to America, leaving Leonora behind. Leonora narrowly escaped the Nazis and ended up in a sanatorium in Madrid, She endured shock therapy and a now-banned seizure-inducing drug. She later recounted this dark period of her life in her memoir, Down Below. Leonora eventually regained her freedom thanks to a friend named Renato LeDuc. He was a Mexican poet but worked as a foreign diplomat. He married Leonora so she could legally leave Europe. The two then traveled to New York together and quickly annulled their marriage. From there, Leonora moved to Mexico in 1942 for a fresh start. She met and fell in love with Hungarian photographer, Americo Weiss. They got married and had two sons together. Leonora found new artistic and social freedom in Mexico. As a white, upper-class European woman, she enjoyed less rigid social expectations than Mexican-born women. She befriended two other European female artists, painter Remedios Ferro and photographer Cady Horna. The three women became inseparable and inspired each other's many works of art. They spent long days working alongside each other in chaotic rooms that served as both art studios and nurseries. Their paintings and photographs were revolutionary for how often they used older women as artistic subjects. Leonora also embraced her feminist worldview. She was a founding member of the Women's Liberation Movement in Mexico, In 1976, she wrote, A woman should not have to demand rights. The rights were there from the beginning. They must be taken back again. Leonora's work went largely unappreciated for several decades. But feminist scholars in the 1970s and 80s celebrated Leonora for bringing a female perspective to surrealism. Her work became more widely known and valued by art collectors in her later years. On May 25th, 2011, Leonora died from complications from pneumonia in Mexico City. All month, we're highlighting muses. For more information, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.
0: Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print, or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a
2: plan for complete terms. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control?